We now turn to a new topic, which is related to the series we have been discussing in the last few shows. Conspiracy theorists such as Alex Jones love to attack minority groups with little recourse for them to defend themselves. One of the possible reasons his YouTube channel was taken down was because of two organizations with much influence in American politics. The Southern Poverty Law Center and the Anti-Defamation League, both funded by Jewish organizations which fight anti-Semitism, could have been campaigning to remove him from social networks and broadcasting sites. Conspiracies do not appear out of nowhere or are created in a vacuum. They are developed over time out of preconceived notions and stereotypes. To illustrate where these ideas come from, I'll share a story. Years ago, a New Testament scholar told me that every time he went to an interfaith event, his Jewish colleagues complained that he would say anti-Semitic things in their presence. He was so tone-deaf to their concerns that he could not hear his bias and sensitivity while discussing biblical topics in an academic setting. In Christian circles, it has become commonplace to dismiss and criticize Jews and Judaism. Often, a lack of education regarding the development of the New Testament narratives leads to all types of anti-Semitic tropes that are meant to ridicule and subjugate minority religions such as Judaism. These criticisms often come from a desire to evangelize Jews, but at times it crosses the line between normative Christian perspectives to the same anti-Jewish or anti-Semitic polemics used by church fathers, Roman Catholic inquisitors, and Protestant dogmatists throughout history. The founder of Protestantism, Martin Luther, proposed many of the anti-Semitic sentiments that are now part of our culture. In his book, The Jews and Their Lies, Luther states the following, quote, No, O adored Christian, and make no mistake that aside from the devil, you have no enemy more venomous, more desperate, more bitter than a true Jew who truly seeks to be a Jew. A Jew, a Jewish heart, are hard as wood, as stone as iron, as the devil himself. In short, they are children of the devil condemned to the flames of hell. End quote. Luther's desperation to portray Jews as the enemy appears to be fueled by his religious fervor and desire to proselytize the Jewish people. However, this does not justify him reading the following New Testament passage in an anti-Jewish manner. Quote, The children of the kingdom shall be cast out into the darkness. They shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. End quote. That is Matthew eight twelve. Quote, o Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets and stonest them, they are sent unto thee. How often would I gather thy children together, even as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings, and ye would not. Behold, your house is left unto you desolate. End quote. Matthew twenty three thirty seven thirty eight. Quote. Then answer all the people, the Jews, and said. His blood be on us and our children. End quote. That is Matthew twenty seven twenty five. Quote. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and an abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of of it. And because I tell you the truth. Ye believe me not. Which of you convinceth me of sin? And I say the truth. Why do you not believe me? He that is of God heareth God's words. 
Ye therefore hear them not, because you are not of God. End quote. John eight forty three to forty seven. Quote, Stiff-necked and uncircumcised in hearts and ears, ye do always resist the Holy Ghost, as your fathers did, so you do. Which of the prophets have not your fathers persecuted? And they have slain them with, which showered before of the coming of the just one, of whom ye have been now the betrayers and murderers. End quote. Acts 7, 51-53. It was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken to you. But seeing you put it from you and you judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, we turn to the Gentiles. End quote. Acts 13, 45 to 51. Quote, For there are many unruly and vain talkers and deceivers, especially they of the circumcision, whose mouths must be stopped, who subvert whole houses, teaching things which they have not, for filthy lucre's sake. Therefore rebuke them sharply, that they may be sound in the faith, not giving heed to the Jewish fables and commandments of men that turn them from the truth. End quote. That is Titus chapter 1, verse 10 through 14. Quote, the Jews who both killed the Lord Jesus and own prophets, and have persecuted us, and they please not God, and are contrary to all men, forbidding us to speak to the Gentiles that they may be saved, to fill up their sins always, for the wrath has come upon them to be to the uttermost. End quote. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 14 through 16. Quote, I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are of the synagogue of Satan. End quote. Revelation chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. Quote, Behold, I make them of the synagogue of Satan, which they say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet. End quote. Revelation chapter 3, verse 9. A contemporary Christian author who verbally attacks the Jewish people by misreading Christian scripture is Texi Marx. He bases his theology on this last passage that discusses the so-called synagogue of Satan, a symbol of apostasy in the book of Revelation. Mars' influence on Alex Jones is felt in one of the videos taken down on YouTube by Infowars that can still be found. In it, there is talk about Jewish conspiracies, including the Rothschilds, and there's a quote about the synagogue of Satan from the New Testament. One of the these many tropes used by Texi Mars is the children of the devil passage in the book of John in the Gospels. He appears on the Christian podcast called The Fourth Watch with Justin Fall, and he discusses ongoing theories and slanderous accusations against Jews based on the Synagogue of Satan passage. Mars' relationship to Jones becomes apparent in the well-known documentary about Bohemian Grove, which catapulted Jones into the mainstream. In it, Mars is interviewed as an expert on religious symbolism 
but instead he distorts Bohemian Grove's rituals to push a Christian narrative. According to Brian Dunning's Skeptoid episode, The Bohemian Club's Conspiracy, Mars and Jones propose that the owl figure housed in Bohemian Grove is a statue of Moloch, which is often depicted as a bull in Canaanite religion. They distort the symbol to be that of an owl instead. They also use their burning of an effigy as a symbol of previous entanglements as sacrificing a child to the god Molech when that is not never mentioned in their ritual. Jones infiltrates the artistic play which initiates festivities for patrons of the grove and, and pushes misinformation uh, and religious paranoia. Dunning concludes by examining all the available evidence of Bohemian Grove being some type of Illuminati uh, group, a false narrative created by Jones and other conspiracy theorists to spread ideas which benefit them either financially or create a narrative that benefits them in some way. The reason that I'm discussing this in our show is because I want to wrap up our examination of the influence of Alex Jones and other conspiracy theorists in our culture and pinpoint how anti-Semitism is rising and being made mainstream by the likes of Jones and other celebrities. We will be back next week with another episode of The Mystic and the Skeptic.